You're listening to The Real King with Joe and Heidi King. Well, well, well. Welcome back. Look who comes crawling back. So Christine and I talked about this last week when we had to cancel unexpectedly from everyone. We were super disappointed. Um, But the entire family ended up getting sick. And as I was thinking about it, I was like, you know, I wonder if I started that. Because the last episode that we had, Joe kept making comments because I had a Lego in my mouth. And it was a cough drop. And it was a cough drop because I didn't feel good. She passed the Lego to everyone (laughs) in the family. Yeah. And then I got everyone sick. Like, I got babies (laughs) and toddlers and my children and Joseph and Carlos. See, and I thought you caught it from the babies. (laughs) Yeah, I did too. God bless them. Yeah. Good for you. Well, here's the crazy crazy part, though. I thought I gave it to everybody, but after it was all like coming back out of my house, I got something again because I couldn't breathe all week long through my mm. nose. Like I was like totally congested. You have the sniffles? So I was like, wait, I can't get it back if I gave it to somebody, right? <laughs> well, you probably got something different. <laughs> so you have it right now? The stiff- yeah. No, this is the first day all week that I can breathe through my nose. I wonder if all the lotion you put on. Like it started when you touch Saturday. all them carts at Walmart and stuff, because we shop a lot. I wonder if it picks up bacteria. And, and then oh, like just... when people try to like wash their carpet with laundry soap or Dawn dish soap and it gets sticky. Yeah. You put. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you know this about Heidi. <laughs> oh Lord. But Heidi doesn't rub lotion into her hands. No, she leaves it. Tacky. <laughs> she leaves it tacky. Does and that make she sense? Literally always has. What is the word I'm looking Same for? Same thing with my feet. I don't feet. think it's opaque. And then I, I put socks like... on. She does. Uh-huh. She doesn't leave it. Like it's not like a standing. And put gloves on. She doesn't. It's not work like it a standing. In. Like let's be honest though. It's this not like, like a standing thing of lotion where the guy puts Vaseline on his hand that. and sticks it in the glove all the time. I just reread that, and that is such a maybe that's prophetic that book. I just brought that up. I. It's such a sad book. But it is. You no, you leave it like tacky. Yeah. I don't know. She also does not dry off getting out of the shower. Okay. She can we calm down? She blots her face, wraps her hair in a towel, throws a towel around her, and then walks around wet. Um, I also change my pajamas every night. Do you change your pajamas every of night? Of course, but that's not like you're putting them on a wet body. Okay, hold on, because. Someone just came up to me and said, I heard you change your pajamas every night. And I was like, first of all, how do you get in this information? Yeah, where did that come up in conversation? (laughs) My mother. (laughs) Second of all, zip it, Karen. Second of all, um, I feel like I have to change my pajamas every night. Yeah, you sweat. But that's not common. Like, people don't change their pajamas. But you're a hot sleeper. So hot. And have always been. Mm -hmm. But also won't, like, she piles blankets on and wears, like, a hoodie and socks. (laughs) Was it one of your mom's friends? Because if it was somebody your mom's age, their their whole generation was different. I mean, they still had, like, a, a butt flap with buttons on their 
they long wore underwear. nightgowns and nightcaps. <laughs> them, you know what I mean? You watch the old like Christmas cartoons I'm or whatever. I'm picturing the... Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> yeah. Literally. So, and that's not like a a hit to their generation, but they were waste not want not. Exactly. 100%. By the time Sorry. this gets on air, yeah, most big churches are doing their like beginning of the year fast, mm-hmm. like their 21 days and their corporate fast. So people will be midway through their fast by the time this hits the air. We're not starting ours until... The 16th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually had a scripture I was reading to Heidi before we got over here. Mm-hmm. And it'd be interesting to hear you guys' take. I'll give you like... I'll read it and give you like just kind of what God showed me. And then I want you guys to tell me what you think. You know, like you're going to read it and then ask us and then tell us. Yeah. In that order. I'm probably going to, I'm going to read it and then I'm going to tell you what I got from a certain part. Hold on, read it. And then I'll give you like a quick, like a quick sentence. Okay. So I'm in Ephesians five Mm -hmm. verse six. Let no one delude and deceive you with any empty excuses and groundless arguments for these sins, for these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of rebellion and disobedience. So do not associate or be sharers with them. For once you were dark, once you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, lead the lives of those native born to the light. For the fruit, the effect, the product of the light or the spirit consist in every form of kindly goodness, uprightness of heart, and trueness of life. And try to learn in your experience what is pleasing to the Lord. Let your lives be consistent proofs of what is most acceptable to Him. That's the the verse that really slapped for me, because it's like, and try to learn in your experience what is pleasing to the Lord and let your lives be consistent proofs of what is most acceptable to him. Take no part in and have no fellowship with the fruitless deeds and enterprises of darkness, but instead let your lives be so in contrast as to expose and reprove and convict them. Okay, so gut reaction, like first initial reaction, that's definitely from the Bible. (laughs) I think that was scripture you were reading. <laughs> um, like, how do you begin to unpack? That's like seven episodes worth of content. Well, and what 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 was hitting me is because we're in a, a place of circumstance with it. Um, doing a fast, going into a fast, knowing people that are also doing their beginning of the year. I didn't and, even think about the that like through the eyes of fasting necessarily. Right. And that's what I was doing, but that's why I wanted kind of different input too. I need, I need, I need it read one more time. Read one scripture and then pause. Yeah. Let no one delude and deceive you with empty excuses and groundless arguments. For these sins, for these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of rebellion and disobedience. Okay, so just for offering the excuses and what excuses and ground 
groundless arguments. Is sin. It's saying. Mm-hmm. And just by doing that, what does it say? For these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of rebellion and disobedience. That's like literally wild. Mm-hmm. And then what's next? So do not associate or be sharers with them. For once you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Lead lives of those native born to the light. Mm -hmm. So immediately like separating yourself from from people that are still in darkness. So this this kind of was like a a rhema word for me. Like it was like a, 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 a point of light where... Um, I've, I've been talking with a lot of people, spending time with different people. I've been seeing people start journeys they've never done before when Mm -hmm. it comes to this, this, um, discipline. And there's been so much, and I've had it even with my own, um, my own doctor, you know, after doing a big one was like, man, that did excellent things for you, but that's dangerous. Consult me first next time. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden God showed me, he goes, that's the difference between um, the knowledge of the spirit and the knowledge of man and mind, mm-hmm. you know? So obviously just because of the the indifference between the way that we're postured to, to God, um, it's hard for me to hold him accountable for the knowledge I have. Isn't it wild? Because you can talk to one person and they'll say that, right? Like they'll have like considerations, which sometimes like are valid, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. There's somebody I work with from Bulgaria and I was talking to her about fasting and I mentioned the way that you two fasted the beginning of 2023 mm-hmm. she's like that's amazing let me tell you about this guy who hasn't eaten in years yeah what and he's sustained solely off of prayer and fasting wow mm-hmm. and like she's like there's multiple examples of this wow yeah yeah it's it's really uh interesting when you i was telling heidi people tend to uh look at it as, as this, th- this is the biggest thing, okay? Um, when you look at the flesh and what it stands in the way of, right? How it, um, it can put you in a position where your sight is flawed, you get too much sugar in your blood and your vision gets blurry or you get floaters or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many things that can take place. But people that take a stand against something, protesters, will go on a hunger strike for like 25 days. Mm-hmm. And that same rebellious spirit that they're acting in allows their flesh to 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 sustain, mm-hmm. right? So when you go on a, a biblical fast, whether it be of water or whatever you're doing, um, when you're trying to overcome that flesh, it throws out all the the tax strips, the goads, anything that it can do to slow you down or stop you. Mm-hmm. Um, People that are in yoga, yogis, like they, they fast all the time, you know? And it's like the, f- the flesh immediately submits to that, and they'll tell you it's really easy. 
Mm-hmm. It's really easy for me to just do this, right? But when you're doing it to, to Ramadan, make, yeah, Ramadan, where you can't even, people don't even swallow their spit. It's mm. it's wild. Yeah, yeah. When you look at the different disciplines and practices by all these other, you know, even like people that are into New Age or or Wiccan beliefs, they they they'll fast. Mm-hmm. And and when we when we look at that and we understand like the idea of being able to control your flesh in such a way where um you know starvation is not a threat to what you what you want to accomplish mm-hmm. you know but the the thing is is understanding what you're trying to accomplish the idea that you're not trying to make God do something through your not eating, but you're actually just trying to accelerate your, your flesh into a place where it's even with your spirit, man, mm-hmm. you know, cause your spirit is willing, but your flesh is weak is what the scripture says. So what you're trying to do is make the flesh submit to the spirit. And uh, t- for clarity, like I haven't done a prolonged food fast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like we fasted for the worship night, yeah. But like broke it pre-service prayer and communion. But like I haven't done like weeks, yeah. But I've fasted other things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the same principle applies whether it's like I fasted coffee, mm-hmm. which God's basically delivered me from coffee. To be honest, that's like, awesome. Yeah, I just haven't. There's some people it. though where it's a god. Yeah, they can't I think for not a while have it. Mm-hmm. It was the same way here. Yeah, we well here we, like so that goes in line with addiction, right? So, and I think that also helps with when you start fasting. Is mm-hmm. you if you are not, we me and Joe had a long conversation in the car. Actually, Joe had a long conversation in the car to me <laughs> with himself <laughs> about this. <laughs> We're not fasting to hurt ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you're fasting and it's easy, you're not doing something right There's because a, you still need some sort of sacrifice there. Yeah. So if you don't have issue with, you know, like a lot of people that even do the Daniel, they're like, oh, it's not even hard. OK, well, then you're not supposed to be doing Daniel yeah. because if it's easy for you to just eat only fruits and vegetables like people are like, I'm fasting television and like they don't watch TV. Right. Yeah. But now for somebody that fasts television that lives for television. Yeah. That's a completely different mm-hmm. like outcome there. Yeah. Like the purpose of fasting is to is to take this suit that we live in and be like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're going to step in line with our spirits going to be willing here. And, and when you're fasting anything. It's like. There's precedent in the Bible. Like that's immediate. Yeah. Like that's when he was tempted by the devil. Mm-hmm. Important note. So when I go into like a Daniel's fast, mm-hmm. one of the hardest things people have to understand or probably the best revelation they need to get is that that still has to be that time that you would normally be eating that thing you are giving up, whether it be meat or carbs or whatever. Excuse me. Dad's in the morning. (laughs) 
anyway, when you give up that thing, if if you come to that same lunch table and sit down at that same time and eat a massive salad and don't read the word of God in place of the meal, mm-hmm. you're not fasting. Right. You're just on a diet. You're on a diet. Uh-huh. So you still have to replace that time that was set aside for that other thing with God. Mm-hmm. This is insane. This So I told Joe, I said, there's a good chance I fasted wrong every time. Well, that's what God did to me in the last fast. It showed me how the... Because here's the deal. Wrong. It's very easy for you to get so focused on the thing that you're fasting. And then all of a sudden you... Or the fast itself. You realize yeah. like you were only in your word once that day mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah. And technically it's supposed to be a substitute for whenever you're consuming what you are normally consuming. And so like Joe's like, I read the Bible multiple times a day and I am in the in the worship constantly and I'm listening to other preachers constantly because that's the purpose of a fast along with the abstinence of whatever you're fasting. Mm-hmm. Those two pieces, if not done correctly, you're not really fasting correctly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and also, so like when I did caffeine, I did caffeine and coffee mm-hmm. last year. So I tried to do that, and I did most days, like, in the morning and stuff, but also never felt further from God mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than in that time. Yes. And I would, like, read it, and it would be, like, like on Snoopy, like, wah, 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 yep. wah, 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 wah. Yep. like This is what? where that other scripture comes in. Though. Yeah. So this is where I was where I had, I was like, getting... brain fog. Yeah. Literally. So seven said, do not associate or be sharers with them. And the reason why I read those scriptures is because there's, there's been a lot of people that, um, you know, if, if, if you educate them on what you're doing because they tried to buy you lunch or whatever, like I can't, I'm in the middle of this spiritual journey. I'm learning this discipline. Um, then you have some people that are like, I could never do that. And you shouldn't do that. That's not healthy. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. You get others that are like, oh, I should do that. That sounds really cool. And you you guys have this spiritual fruit. I want that. Maybe that's what I got to do. And then they, all of a sudden they start really. And I always tell them, make sure you're called by God. Yeah. The first reaction is nine times out of ten, a knee jerk reaction mm-hmm. that someone is viewing fasting through their themselves. Mm hmm. And like they immediately are thinking about how it would impact them. Yeah. Rather than when you see somebody doing something like that, you need to zoom out mm-hmm. and be like, okay, I've never done that. I don't know a lot about it, but I want to understand what they believe that they're getting out of it. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't believe it at that moment, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just take a moment to try to understand that a little bit mm-hmm. because and that applies to most things. Like if you, if somebody is talking to you and they're like, I'm called to be in the mission field and I'm going to go to Africa and you go, oh my God, I could never go to Africa. And you start blurting out every awful thing you've ever heard mm-hmm. about going to Africa, which is a continent, by the way, there's like a bazillion countries in Africa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that it's wild to me that people do that. Yeah. Like, like people okay, are you <laughs> speaking words of spirit and life right now? Yeah. Like, 
if if you don't got nothing nice to say. Yep. I think people automatically think the bush or like like Ethiopia. I do. Do you know <laughs> that literally people have no idea because like the, in Egypt, which is also in Africa, yeah. um, <laughs> I knew it. I knew I it. I knew it. Come on. Don't I knew judge it. Me. You've played enough trivia it. games with me. No, Come on. I guarantee she's like, wait, but Egypt's in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Philip and the eunuch. And the eunuch goes back to Ethiopia in Africa. Africa. And has revival. Yep. Awakening. You know, I need to look at a map. It's all right. Most, <laughs> Amer- so most Americans, unless you're literally, unless you're going to test to get your, a... your your status as as a. <laughs> but here's the thing. Uh, let me just finish this quick. Egypt. Okay, people always share pictures of the pyramids, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, the middle of the desert, because they always share the pyramids from like a specific angle. Do you know that if you take the picture from the other side, it's literally literally in the city Mm. it's not like out in the middle of nowhere it's like (laughs) a metropolitan area they were built by waterways and built waterways that could reach them a lot of people say they're the tops Mm. of bigger yeah nobody's allowed in but anywho for the fruit the effect the product of the light or the spirit consists in every form of kindly goodness, uprightness of heart, and trueness of life. And try to learn in your experience what is pleasing to the Lord. Let your lives be constant proofs of what is most acceptable to him. So this is where I was getting at. So you go into this fast and you feel like you've never been further from God and you don't feel like you've heard from him. And, and you think about this and try to learn in your experience, what is pleasing to the Lord? Let me run this by you. Yeah. Have you ever had this argument in your head? Like, okay, I messed up. Mm-hmm. God forgive me. Mm-hmm. And then now you're at a crossroads. And you're like, do I continue down the path of self-condemnation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I'm not supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Or do I proceed forward as if I'm forgiven? Right. But then also you're like, but am I just letting myself off too easy? Mm-hmm. Because I can, ju- what, I can just act however and just repent every time? Mm-hmm. Well, this is the do thing. Do you have that <clears throat> argument with yourself? You, All the time. you All just the time. did something you normally wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And you did it in hopes of obtaining a deeper intimacy with God the Father. Mm-hmm. And we, we put so much weight on ourselves of, of what our expectations are. And then when we don't see that, which is funny because God never responds in the way we expect him to anyway. No. Never. Because you just rationalize at that point. You'd be like, oh, yeah, well, this, this, and this happened, and I did this, so of course he answered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just telling Joe today, like, I think there's a reason why why it talks in the Bible to not – um, talk about when you're fasting. So I understand that you don't need to be weird about it, but every time we say like anything like that, I feel like the slope gets slippery 
where then you're see then you feel comfortable with talking about it, and then it yeah. ends up coming out too much. And I still think that there's and if you're fasting, you're talking to other people that are fasting. It's like <clears throat> and so yeah. corporate fasting. I like I'm all for it. Like I'm 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 pro corporate fast all the time. But at the same time, there still needs to stay a level of discretion with you and mm-hmm. what you're doing and what you're fasting here's why because what ends up happening is you start to get into a comparative state even in your fast or you're holding yourself to that person's standard correct yeah. so there have been such so for some reason um fasting for me has been very difficult and when i say difficult i mean the devil goes on like overdrive yeah, thank you. It, like he's working overtime. Like something goes on um, whenever I fast, where self condemnation and self hatred start to come in such strong waves that I can barely, barely make it. Mm. Where it's where it's a constant state of you're not doing this right. What is the point? Are you seeing results? This isn't working. And it's just a constant thought process of this mm-hmm. 24-7. And I'm a dreamer. And whenever I fast, all my dreams go. Like you stop dreaming. Uh-huh. And if I do dream, they're evil. And I'm like, you know what? I'm so done with this. And then what ends up happening is then if you're like in a let's talk about our fast while we're in the fast type of environment, mm-hmm. you hear somebody having like Jesus yeah. dreams. Yeah. Or they're like, I'm just basking like God. I've yeah. never felt him stronger. Yes. I'm at such deep peace. Yes. And like you and your husband fought on the way there. Yeah. And, and you're like, oh my God, shut up. Right. And the problem with that is that just even gives what the devil's been trying to do to you extra ammo yeah. when you encounter somebody that's fasting that is actually having like a completely different situation than than how your current fast is when going. You- when you're trying to accelerate your faith and you're trying to make the flesh submit to the spirit and you're trying to build yourself up, right? Um, what is the call on your life? What is the call on your life? And what is it that the enemy would disrupt that for to keep you from? Mm-hmm. Um, if if you have like great potential or there's there's a a platform under you that will reach many people and encourage them and posture them to have great success. Of course, he's going to try and disrupt your sleep, your rest. He's going to try and get you frazzled to the T because you're already hungry. What you know what? Sorry. I just had like, I feel like Holy spirit too is like, he doesn't want you to get too attached to dreams because you're not a one trick pony. Hmm. Like, don't pigeonhole your gift either, because you can be a dreamer today and have that gift, but he may want you to pivot into something else, too. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the devil uses it to make you feel like you're far from God. Yeah, yeah. And God's like, mm, but am I speaking to you in a different way? So when when Saul uh, approached the witch of Endor, um, it was it said in Second Samuel first. He asked God for dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, he approached. Um, oh, here I'm going to have to read it because this will blow your minds anyway. Yeah, read it. Samuel was dead. Saul, who had went against the will of God, mm-hmm. um, he had lost favor with God. So when Saul inquired, this is First Samuel twenty-eight six. When Saul inquired of the Lord, 
he, the Lord, refused to answer him either by dreams or by Urim or, or, or by the pro- prophets. The Urim was actually two stones in the, in the breastplate of the priest. I was about to ask, what is the Urim? So when, when the kings would want to know, like, do I go to war? Do I do this? Do I that? First, they would inquire through a dream, mm-hmm. and God would give them a dream. Mm-hmm. So we should always seek dreams. Yeah. Don't put all your... He's going to interrupt your dreams and your sleep, Satan is, because he knows that if he interrupts your rest, mm-hmm. you know, and he, he you're already weak, mm-hmm. he's going to have you at wit's end, and, and you're, you're going to be your own stumbling block. Yeah. You know? The Urim was two stones where they could go to the priest, the high priest, and say, do we go to war? And they would turn a color. Hmm. Could you imagine? No. The church of today. Oh, they'd be using it all like the that? time. No, no. I, I, I bet they'd I be think, using it I all the time. I think they would. I think they would. They would. It's like a magic probably ball, misin- you know misinterpret I mean? it. Easy. Yeah. You know, if you showed up today and you were like, "Hey, I I have my urim on. What's that? Oh, it's the same thing that was in the Old Testament. God's given it me, to me so that we can answer some things." They'd be like, "Get out of here. Get out of here. I got Google. Like that's weird." You're you're into something funky. Like it's funny to me how God works. So hearing from God in in their day was dreams first, Urim second, prophets third. Mm-hmm. You know? So we, mm-hmm. we can't discredit that stuff and, and we should seek prophecy. That's that's talked about. When you go into Matthew, this this is something that really is important that we look at as well this is what jesus said and when or whenever you are fasting do not look gloomy and sour and dreary like the hypocrites for they put on a dismal countenance that their fasting may be apparent to and seen by men truly i say to you they have their reward in full when these when these pharisees and stuff would fast they wouldn't bathe and people would give them gifts and offerings and pity. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's saying. It's not like, oh, don't talk about fasting because that's going to be your only reward. But when you fast, perfume your head and wash your face so that your fasting may not be noticed by men, yeah, get up but and by your father who sees in secret mm-hmm. and your father who sees in secret will reward you in the open. Do not gather up and heap up and store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust and worm consume and destroy, and where thieves break through and steal, but gather up and heap up, store up yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust nor worm consume, destroy, and where thieves do not break through and steal. For where your treasure is, there will be your heart also. The eye is the lamp unto the body. So when we think about that, I had a real struggle last year about that because it seemed like it was... All the time, I'd be in a house and a customer would be like, I ordered you lunch. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, oh, like, I could take it to go. Like, I took Jasmine out to get her some sushi because mm-hmm. I wanted to bless her and I wasn't eating. Went into the restaurant and the guy, the chef, recognized me from a restaurant he used to work in. And he came out and he gave us double meals for free. And stood there and watched and waited for me to eat. And he's got very broken English. 
And I tried to explain fasting to him. And he looked like he had no clue. Mm -hmm. But he boxed it all up and I took it home for Max. You know, so like. And then he opened the fridge door and it fell out on the floor. Yes. And it was <laughs> all destroyed. Lying. Oh, no. <clears throat> yeah. So we can't get consumed or caught up in those things because it's all an attack to to make you discouraged right mm -hmm. and and it switches the focus off what it should be on to something that's that's really carnal mm -hmm. yeah what am i going to lose in this thank you so much for joining us for today's episode we are so blessed to have the privilege to share with you. If you haven't already, please connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us by searching at The Real King Podcast. That's at T-H-E Real King Podcast. The Real King Podcast is recorded in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. It is hosted by Joe and Heidi King, who are joined each week by Christina Santamaria as a moderator and contributor. It is produced and edited by Joe and Heidi King and Carlos and Christina Santamaria. All content is under copyright and all rights are reserved.